Because I, I want to say this, really, the calling that God is calling us to, amen. Um, oh, let me get the last point. To we're speaking truth and love, that we grow up. That we speak the truth and love, that we may grow up in all things in him who is the head in Christ. So speaking the truth and love. This is my last point, And then I'll move to the next level. Amen. If I've got more time. Amen. And, and, and really what God wants is he wants us to be Christians that, that are totally head over, head over in love with God. But we need to be head over in love with people. But, you know, it's easier to be head over in love with God and stay in your house and pray all day and not talk to people. And not interact with people because people, man, I had I had somebody give me a that peace sign just this week with half the peace sign. You know what I'm talking about? I was going too slow or something. Ah! And, you know, and, and God's work. I'm, I'm telling you, I've been going through a process lately. Lord, bless them. You know, bless those who curse you. I was trying to help somebody out the, uh, yesterday. I called and, 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 and I said, listen, you need to get your life right. I said, you know, basically, I said, you need to get in church, put your life back together. And, and I left a message on the machine. And not anybody in here, a relative from down south. And they, and they, call, and they texted me back and said, thank you. And by the way, Pastor, you just sound tired on the phone. You know, and I was like, I was like one of those. They just wanted to let me know. You just sound a little tired. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? Does the enemy want to work? I'm Don't tell me that I sound tired. It's like one person said, uh, uh, they, they met my wife, I think it was on uh, Tuesday or so, a visitor, and, and they thought my wife was my daughter. <laughs> my God, man, do I look that old? My youth is renewed like the eagles. Glory to God. I've been being tested lately, huh? My God, I'm telling you, I've been tested. Anybody know what I'm talking? Anybody being? Anybody get tested in there? Your life can be, you know. I know you might be feeling. You just might be feeling like you're just one big test. You know, going through one big test. So, but this is the key here. We need to <laughs> grow up in all things and, and uh, grow in love. And, and really what that means is that when we're presenting the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, we present it in love and not hate. In other words, we need to love people and not hate on people. And we don't tell them, you're going to burn in hell for smoking that cigarette. You, know, don't, you don't do that. No, no, people are the most precious treasures that God ever created. And we need to walk in love towards people, amen? And we need to walk in love towards them and let them know how precious they are. And by the degree, how we love people is really how we love God. How you love your spouse is how you love God. Boy, I'm really preaching this morning. How you love people is how you, it's all connected. You think it's not connected. No, no, no. John said, the, the apostle of love, if you don't love your brother who you can see, you can't love God who you cannot, who you can't. If you don't love your brother who you can see, you cannot love God who you can't, that you can't see. Amen. So you can't truly love God without loving your brother. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, if you got a problem with people, you got a problem with God. Okay. Pastor, uh, can you close it down now? 
So listen, we're talking about gifts and callings of God. And so some of us may be called, you may be called to have a worldwide ministry. You may be called to be an evangelist like Billy Graham. You may be called to be a teacher like Joyce Meyer. You, you, you may be called to be a pastor, but you have to move into maturity and, to, and move into that maturity to be able to get into that calling. And so uh, this is the key. And what God is calling each one of us, and I'm, now I'm getting down to my main scripture, my main message here. Oh, my God. My main message here. God's calling us. Let's go to John 15, 16. And God's calling every Christian. You know, you may say, what's my call? That's like the number one question most Christians ask that's trying to follow God. What is God calling me to do? What does God want me to do? You want me to tell you what he wants you to do? He wants you to help people. He wants, you, he wants your whole mindset to be a person that helps people. Amen. Everything you do needs to be helping people. If you're going to write a book, it better not be to make a million dollars. It better be a book to help people. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Whatever you do for the kingdom of God, it's for, it's for the kingdom of God, but it's to help people. It's to bring people into the kingdom of God. So, so when we're in the process of walking out our calling or moving towards that calling that God has for us, we really, there is another call. What? Yes, there's another call. John 15, 16. This is Jesus. He said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go bear fruit and that your fruit should remain and that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give to you. So what is Jesus saying here? We're, we're going to read the text here, uh, starting with John 15. But Jesus is calling us. You know, I, I heard one minister said, Jesus is calling us to be great. I said, I don't think so. I was listening to one minute and he said, he's going, yeah, no, no, because he made Abraham great. But listen, no, Jesus is calling us to bear fruit. Amen. Jesus is not calling you just to be great in the kingdom of God. Everybody wants to be great in the kingdom of God. If you want to be great in the kingdom of God, you've got to be servant of all. Amen. If you want to be first, you've got to be last. If you, want, if you want to walk in the kingdom blessings, you got to pick up your cross every day. You got to lay down your life. You got to push it all in. If you want to see the glory of God working in your life, if you want to see the blessings, the joy, the peace of God in your life, you got to push it all in. Anybody ever play poker? You got all the chips. You push all the chips in. You're all in. We got to get all in. I don't play poker, okay? I don't go to Vegas on the weekends, okay? But listen, are you hear what I'm saying? You got to get so committed to God that your life looks like Jesus. Amen. And here he's saying, I, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go bear fruit. You know what my prayers for, for this church is? I pray the Ephesian prayers almost every day for you guys. And then I pray that God would, that Christ be formed in you, which means you're going to go through a lot of problems. And, you know, you only grow when you're going through the problem. When everything's all good and all that, you don't even have to pray. But when you're going through the problems of life, it, it should make you, well, you shouldn't be going to drugs to, to help alleviate that. Hopefully you're going to G King Jesus. And you're not going to the, the bottle, amen. You're, you're going to the Bible. 
And, and hopefully, and, and, so, and so when the pressure comes, it, the pressure comes to squeeze out the things that, that are unlovely out of us so that we can be more like Jesus. And so he says here in John 15, 1, 11, because have you ever tried, you're angry and you're trying to get, be nice under your anger? It doesn't work. Amen. And uh, in other words, sometimes we, we're trying to force ourselves to be nice, and, but, but you're, it's a hypocritical nice. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you here, and I'm teach you here, that if you just do what Jesus says, that, that the fruit of the Spirit, bearing fruit, you may say, well, what is bearing fruit? Is that winning souls to the kingdom of God? And, and casting out devils? And lay, you, listen, you can do all that and still go to hell. Oh, pastor, you just said something pretty hard. You can do all the religious stuff out there that you want. But if you have unforgiveness in your heart and you're lying and cheating and stealing and you're, not, and you're allowing your flesh to control you, amen, it may not send you to hell, but it may get you to heaven quicker. Oh, man, pastor, I didn't want to come out for this. Listen. Look at what John says. Look at what Jesus says in John 15, 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Let's just stop right there. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. What do you think that means? Huh. Well, you know, I was studying that out one day, and I was studying out the soils, and, and Jesus, in and, and the parable of the soils, and, and the soil is representing our hearts, right? And, 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 the, and, the, and, and in that parable, uh, Jesus says that, that, that the, the person sows a seed, and, and, and the seed uh, is, is sown, and, and there are different soils, hard ground, uh, uh, rocky ground. Uh, you know, different types of grounds of hearts. And the first soil uh, was hard and they didn't receive and that person didn't get saved. In other words, the, the, you know what? You can preach the, the gospel over and over and some people may not even get saved because they're not hearing or they don't want to hear it. And then you got another person that gets saved, the Bible says, and he receives it with joy. But then when he found out that being a Christian is not as easy as he thought it would be, and that all the blessings would not, you know, that it takes a process of time for blessings to come into your life because you got to do something. And then he gets angry and upset. And that, that person right there, he gets so offended, he walks away from God. In other words, he starts to hate God. Don't ever get in a place where you're hating on God. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? And then that third soil is a soil that, that, that still loves God, but, but it's, the, it's the, you know, the, the, the riches of this world, the love of other things enter in. And the Bible says, and I thought all three soils bit the dust and uh, didn't make it to heaven. But as I was reading, I think the third soil can make it to heaven because the Bible actually says in that third soil that they didn't bear fruit into maturity. So there's hope if you're a little carnal. Amen. And, uh, and so they didn't bear fruit to maturity. And so now we go here and it says here that every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. I believe that person still makes it to heaven. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? But they're probably going to end up like I always preach with no rewards and regret 
because of what they could have done down here and what they could have been down here and who they could influence down here. And, and, and the Lord would have had all these rewards for them, but they, they just let it go. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And they become bankrupt in heaven. Amen. Of course, you're never really bankrupt in heaven because you're still going to be blessed. Amen. But in a sense, you are. And so it says here, every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Is anybody going through any pruning in here? Amen. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's not comfortable. Pastor, I'm just not comfortable where I'm at. Good. Good. You're not, you know, it's not always going to be comfortable. In other words, it should be putting the, it, yes, we're not going to be comfortable. We shouldn't be comfortable down here. We should always be pushing and pressing into the, the Bible says the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent takes it by force. Listen, you're going to have to press into the things of God because there's a current, there's, there's a gravitational force that's trying to pull us down into the murray muck of hell. The enemy's trying to pull us down to the lower levels to get us to live our life in the flesh. But we got to live in the spirit. And there's a gravitational pull to be negative. There's a gravitational pull to, to, to speak gossip. There's a gravitational pull to, 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 to complain. There, are you listening to what I'm saying here? There's a gravitational pull to say the wrong things. It's easy. Just stay out of the word. Don't pray. Don't worship. And don't go to church. And pretty soon you'll look just like a, a infidel. I thought that sounded nice. Infidel. Somebody that doesn't know God. Amen. So it says here, you are already clean because of the word which I spoke to you. Abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into a fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so that you will be my disciples. As the father has loved me, I, has all, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoke to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Glory to God. So we see here he's saying here the key to bearing fruit because listen God can give you a gift and gifts you know God, God can place a gift on your life and that's great and those are given but fruit um, is uh, uh, you have to uh, mature in walking out fruit. You have, to be, you have to be cultivate, you have to cultivate for that fruit to come. In other words, you're going to have to learn to walk in love. You're going to have to learn to walk in peace. In other words, you need, as you abide in him, well, let me put it this way. It's better to say it this way. Let me say it this way. When you spend time with God and you start meditating on his word, you don't really have to learn it. All of a sudden, the fruit will start growing in your life. So let me just back that up. You don't really learn how to do it. The fruit just actually grows. It's a process of abiding in Christ. So as you meditate on the word of God and you're saying, oh, God, please give me peace. Please give me peace. You already have the fruit of peace. 
Jesus said, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives you, I give to you. Don't let your heart be troubled, nor let it be dismayed. In my house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. And I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus' blood gives us peace. We have peace with God through the blood of Jesus. We already have peace. But how come I'm not, how come I got fear? Because you need to meditate on the fact that you already have peace. You need, you need to start trusting God. You, the joy. And listen, this, this is what's going to kill peace and joy in our life if we're not obeying his word. Amen. It, this right here says, if you obey his commandments, you stay in his love. And when you stay in his love, then the fruit and you stay in, in meditating on his word, then the fruit will start to appear in your life. And pretty soon, niceness will come. You'll be gentle. You'll be loving. You'll be kind. You'll start operating in the fruit of the spirit. And so really, bearing fruit is operating in the fruit of the spirit. It's operating. In, in other words, the fruit of the spirit is, is the divine characteristics of Christ. The fruit of the Spirit. What is the fruit of the Spirit, Pastor? Well, we did a whole study on it last year. I'm thinking about maybe doing it again. Why, Pastor? Because I need it. <laughs> but the fruit of the Spirit, right? Uh, the fruit of the Spirit's in Galatians 5. And it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All that, that, that's the fruit of the Spirit. Everybody in heaven is walking in that. Everybody in heaven. Nobody in heaven is walking in the works of the flesh. Right? When you get to heaven, you got peace, you got joy, you have love, you're patient. You're, you have to be patient in heaven. Why? Because there's no time in heaven. <laughs> right? Only when we're under a time crunch... We get out. Now, you never get out of patience in heaven because it's eternity. You're never late. Is that good? Amen. And so, as here, as we, as we spend time with God, and, we, and then God will start revealing to us some areas in our life where we need to adjust. And when God starts revealing those areas that we need to adjust, we adjust those areas, and pretty soon we meditate on the Word of God, and pretty soon we're bearing fruit, and pretty soon people are picking the fruit that we have, and we become so nice, and we become so peaceful, and we become so joyful. People want to be around us. People are drawn to us, and when they're drawn to us, we let them know why we are like this, because Christ is living on the inside of us. We're radiating his glory. We're drawing people to us so we can talk to them about Christ and the reason why we act the way we act. We don't cuss when people cuss at us. We don't cut people off in law. Maybe I do at times. But we don't cut people off. We give good tips at the restaurants. We're not stingy. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? When we spend time in God's presence and when we spend time meditating on his word and when we get a revelation of what Jesus has done for us. You know, the Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. It's the goodness. What does that mean? I will study that. It's saying, if you study that whole out in Romans, it's saying that God, he's patient with us. And, and he's so patient that he's not dropping judgment on us. And he's not dropping judgment on the world. And it's his goodness. Repentance means to change the way you think about something. In other words, it's to change. If you're going an ungodly way, repentance says, go a godly way. 
Repentance is saying, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to lie anymore. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm not going to steal anymore. I'm, I'm going to get a job. <laughs> Repentance is turning from ungodliness to godliness. And as we spend time in God's Word, as we meditate and His fruit starts bearing in us, we will move away from being angry all the time. Operating in the works of the flesh. Walking in love. Praying for those who despitefully use us. Pray for those. Do good to those. If somebody slaps your cheek, turn the other cheek. That's hard stuff, Pastor. Yeah, but you can do it because you got the, you got the Jesus living on it. Somebody say, greater is he, Jesus, that lives in me than he that is in the world. I love, I love Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. No longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God that gave his life for me because he loved me. In other words, I'm not love, living this life for myself anymore. I'm living this life for Christ. I'm not reading my Bible just for myself. I'm reading it because I want to be more like Christ. I want to emulate Christ. I want the fruit to be born in my life. I don't want to be a fruitless Christian. I want to be a fruitful Christian. And I want to be so fruitful that people are picking my fruit. They're receiving life from being around me because I got the greater one on the inside of me. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And as you meditate, the four keys to bearing fruit is that you have to, uh, community is one of the keys. You have to be in church. You need to be around other believers to give you an opportunity so, you, so when some believer makes you mad, that you learn to forgive. You need to be in a, in, a, in a church, in a community. Number two, you need, to, you need to read your Bible. You need to meditate on the Word of God. You need to start praising God. Every day, get up, worship God. Praise God. Amen? You need, and then you need to pray. You need to be praying every day. Asking God to be in your life. Revealing truth to you. And when you're operating in these four keys, you will see fruit being born in your life. In other words, you need to spend time with the Father. Uh, this morning I got up and I read, the first thing I did was read the word before I get out of my bed. I read the word and I got, and I said, yeah. and now I'm getting into worship. And I said, and, and today I did something different. I started singing songs. I know it probably hurt the, the father's ears, but I started singing songs to the Lord and I was worshiping the Lord and singing, singing songs to him. You know, and just, just old songs, you know, you know, and, you know, and, and, and I would work, and I just, I did something different. Sometimes I would put music on, and I worship, and then the presence of God came on me, and I just felt the presence, and I started weeping a little bit, and my hard, crusty heart, that the enemy's trying to get my hard heart to keep me from walking in the fruit of the Spirit, starts breaking down. And pretty soon, I started to become a sensitive Christian, where now I'm being led by the Spirit of God, and not being controlled by my flesh. And now I'm being led by the Spirit. And the Bible says that they that are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. And, I, and, I, and so as I spend time with God and I start becoming led by my Spirit instead of controlled by my flesh, then I'm not under the law anymore. I'm under full throttle grace. And when I'm under full throttle grace, then I'm going to be walking in the peace of God. I'm going to be walking. I don't have to manufacture the peace. I'm going to have the peace. 
peace. I, I don't have to manufacture the joy. I don't have to watch some, some funny TV movie to get joy in my life. I'm going to have joy in my life. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And then I don't have to force myself to walk in love. Love is, I'm telling you, I was ministering this week. And, and to tell you the truth, I'm not really big on cigarette smoke. You know, it kind of clogs me up. But I was actually witnessing to a guy smoking a cigarette in my face. And I was okay with it. I'm changing. Because before, I'd stand like 20 feet away. Oh, man. Sinner! Sinner! I can't breathe that smoke. Unclean! But now I'm ministering to the guy, talking to him. He's broken. Hey, do you have one, man? No, I'm kidding. But... I'm talking to him. I'm talking to him about the Lord. And, and I'm ministering to him. I'm trying to close this down. And, you know, I'm talking to this guy. I'm at the dealership. Man, I'm, uh, man, I, man you need to talk to people. People are interesting. Amen. And, and he has on his arm a tattoo. And on his arm, you know what his tattoo says? Jesus. I said, he has Jesus on his arm. He must be a believer. I said, man, do you, I said, are you a believer? He said, yeah, I, I'm a believer. I said, so if you died and go, uh, if you died today, where would you, do you know where you spend eternity? Well, he said, I'm a pretty good guy. I do good things. I don't go to church or not. I don't go to church on Sundays. I take my, 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 my family out on a picnic. And I said, okay. I said, well, what, what's going to get you in heaven? Being good. Do you think being good will get you into heaven? Anybody out here think just being a good person is going to get you to heaven? No, if that was the case, then why would Jesus need to come to pay for our sins? We can't be good enough to make it in heaven. We can't do enough good work. That's called religion. That millions of people are coming to church on Sunday morning and, and being pious, putting a, a dollar in the, in the plate, and then living like the devil the rest of the week, and they think they're going to make it to heaven. They don't have any relationship with God. They think just going to church is a work and doing something nice. It, no, no, your righteousness is a filthy rags. No, we have to have God's righteousness. I got to have God's righteousness imputed to me. That's why on the cross, when Jesus went to the cross, and I explained this, man, when Jesus went to the cross, he became sin. The sin that we had was placed on Jesus, but Jesus was righteous. He was a righteous man. He never sinned. So his righteousness was put on me it was it's the great exchange the divine exchange I have Jesus's righteousness not my own goodness I have the righteousness of God because of the blood of Jesus I'm in right standing with God because of the blood and because I trust him and my faith is in him and I said to him then do you understand what I'm saying he says yeah are you ready I looked in his eye are you ready to receive him I gotta go <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't able to win. I went from the juggler. Are you ready to receive him? No, I got to go, man. <laughs> I got I got you know. And, and so, but, but I, I planted some seed. Somebody else is going to water it. Just, you can't get everybody saved, pull everybody out of the fire. But what would be a travesty if this man splits hell wide open with Jesus, a tattoo on his arm right there, his whole life, Jesus. And all he had to do was call upon Jesus to be saved. It'd be a travesty for him to go to hell. It'd be a travesty for his family to go to hell. And I'm there to help him get to heaven. And I thought, I was talking to him about business. I was in my car. And I pulled around and to tell him something and about business. And God was showing me something. He wrote down to him. We got out of the car. He started smoking a cigarette. And I started talking to him. And I kept talking to him. He said, we need to have lunch. I said, we need to have lunch. I have another opportunity. 
Why? Because that's what we're called to do. We're called to let our light shine before men so men can see our good works and glorify God who is in heaven. And when we get out of our selfish selves and we get out of ourselves and our me, my, and myself and we start giving out to God, we're going to have the peace, we're going to have the joy, we're going to have the love. I'm telling you, your life will be radically changed. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org. Starting January 2020th, our broadcast will air on Saturdays at 830 a.m. God bless and we'll see you next week.